I was a modern-day prodigal son, wild partying in Amsterdam, Thailand, and I got so out of control, I wanted to kill myself. But Jesus changed my life. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist On Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about the story of the prodigal son in the Bible and asking this question, what did this lifestyle really look like? The Bible says that this man had wild living, but how wild can it get? How about in modern times today in the United Kingdom? In our last show, we had Barry John share with us how he moved into heavier drugs like cocaine and even crack cocaine by the age of 16 and 18 years of age, and his life started revolving around the drugs and what it brought. He told us how he went to places like in Thailand, and he lived true while living there with prostitutes, and also discovering crystal meth that gave him a higher high than even the crack cocaine and the cocaine. Today, he's going to talk about what happened for his life to truly change. Barry, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Barry, it's great to have you back with us, and it's truly an amazing life story because it really teaches us what the story of the prodigal son really looks like. And, you know, you described going to Thailand. I also understand that you went to Amsterdam, which is a place known for wild living, and you're going there for those purposes. Tell us a little bit about that trip. I used to go to Amsterdam quite often. I went to Amsterdam nine times because I was addicted to sex. I wasn't just addicted to drugs. I wasn't just addicted to alcohol in the pubs. I was addicted to sex as well. Wow. So Amsterdam was on my bucket list and I always wanted to go there. So when I started going to Amsterdam, women was on tap drugs was on tap and we was taking magic mushrooms over in Amsterdam and we were just sleeping with prostitutes because they was just freely available everywhere you went. Wow. So here you are in a place that in your mind was like heaven on earth, but you were very self-focused at this point, it sounds like. Is that right? It was like a child going in a sweet shop. Wow. Now I understand that later on you got into a relationship And you had to kind of calm down the drug use, the prostitutes, all that stuff. It went away somewhat, but the drugs kind of still try to latch on to you. Tell us a little bit about that. When I met my wife 14 years ago, I was still heavily hooked on crack cocaine at the time. And when I met her, I confessed to her that I was a crack cocaine addict. And I put the crack cocaine down. I said to her, I'm going to stop smoking crack. And I did. I stopped smoking it. But what happened was I picked cocaine back up and I started drinking alcohol again. And I started going in the pubs and sniffing cocaine on a weekend basis. And throughout the week, instead of smoking crack throughout the week, I become addicted to prescription drugs, which was called Valium. Wow. So here you are just trying to maintain yourself with the drugs. But also, I understand you had a child with this woman. And one day something horrible happened when you were supposed to watch your daughter. Tell us about what happened. When I got with Nicola, which is now my wife, a year after we got together, she fell pregnant with my daughter. When she fell pregnant, 
my wife said to me, I want you to stop taking drugs and I want you to stop drinking. Mm. And if you would have put me on a lie detector test, I promised her with every bit of my heart, I told her I'm going to stop and I'm never going to drink and I'm never going to take drugs again. Mm. And I couldn't stop. I didn't know that I couldn't stop. I didn't realize that I was a drug addict Mm. because everything looked shiny on the outside. Everything looked good on the outside. I still went to work. I still had money. I still had a roof over my head. And I didn't think I was a drug addict. Mm. But there was something and I couldn't stop. Yeah. Now I understand something happened though with your daughter one day, you were in charge of your daughter. You decided to bring her to a pub. Tell us what happened. What happened was me, my wife and my daughter went to a pub over in my local area because one of my friends hung herself. So I went to the pub just to put some money in the pot because she was having a charity fundraiser. And I was on my way to the pub and my wife said to me, please don't have a drink. And I promised her with every bit of my heart, I wasn't going to have a drink. I walked into that pub and before I knew it, I had a drink in my hand. Before I knew it, I was in the toilet sniffing cocaine. And I had my daughter running around the pub at the age of six years. And then I had another drink. Then I had another line in the toilets, another drink, another line. And at this point, I just don't care about nothing or nobody. It was about 10 o'clock at night and me and my wife jumped into a cab. And we headed into the center of Bristol and my wife knew where my daughter was, but I didn't have a clue. I left my daughter at 10 o'clock at night in that pub and I got home at five o'clock in the morning. When I woke up about nine o'clock in the morning, I nearly took my own life Wow! because I was depressed. I was suicidal and the guilt and the shame of leaving my daughter in that pub because when I woke up, I didn't have a clue where she was. I was already depressed and I just wanted to end my life. Wow. Now, obviously, something happened before you could end your life. How did you discover Jesus? I understand that you found Jesus on Facebook. Please explain. That morning, I cried to my wife and told her that I can't go on no more and I just don't want to live anymore. And I looked on Facebook that morning and I seen a message on Facebook And it said, if anyone is struggling with drug addiction, depression, or anxiety, reach out to me. So I reached out to the brother. He took me to a church, and that was six years ago. He took you to a church? Wow. Now, I understand that you became a Christian then, and you received Jesus as your Savior? I received Jesus as my Savior, but I didn't even realize that I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I didn't understand what I'd done, Mm. but... I now look back and know that that was the time. That was when the seed was planted. Wow, that's amazing. So since then, have you felt the need to go back to drugs? Or did you overcome drug addiction from the past? I believe that day when I went to that church, something happened. God radically come into my heart. And I believe he completely set me free. Because from that day, I've never thought about taking a drink. I've never thought about taking a drug since that day. Wow. How does the life today as a Christian compare to the drug addiction in the past? Because, I mean, you know, all the highs, people are thinking, you know, who take drugs are like, well, that's what life's all about. But now you have a life with a different high. Is one better than the other? Life with Jesus is absolutely great. But I never like to sell anyone a lie. Following Jesus is one of the toughest things I've ever done. But it's not as tough Mm. as waking up, earning money, spending all your money on drugs, 
spending all the family money on drugs, letting down your children, letting down your wife, letting down your family. Mm. Wow. Barry, now let me ask you a question. How do you know that you are forgiven from God for all this crazy wild living of the past? I knew I was forgiven because the life I lived was such a gruesome life and the things I've done in my past, I should have been nailed to the cross. It should have been me that was nailed to the cross. Mm. For the things I have done, for the abuse I gave women, for the abuse sleeping with prostitutes, the abuse taking drugs, the abuse selling drugs, all the people that I've let down, all the people that I've been horrible to, it should have been me that was nailed to the cross. But Jesus, mm. Jesus paid the price for our sins so that we can be forgiven. That's amazing. And how did this make you feel and behave afterwards with your relationship with God? Once I knew that I had been forgiven by God, I said to God, I will live for you and I will do absolutely anything for you because I should be dead. I should be in hell. That's where I was heading for. But you saved me from the darkness and brought me into the light. And I will carry on until the day you take me home, be in your light. Wow. Very this is just very heart touching because the very meaning of the gospel is living inside of you. And we just thank God so much for his forgiveness. And I know someone who's listening right now is being very encouraged because God does forgive and changes the lives of people. And he welcomed you back home, Barry. Would you say that you are back home with your father? Absolutely. There's nothing that I love more than living for my Father in heaven and being in His perfect and pleasing will, doing only what He wants me to do. Wow. Barry, thanks so much for really showing us a difference with your life from the past to the present. Thank you so much. Barry, you are great, my friend. God bless you. Don't go anywhere. I have some deep thoughts to share with you right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Anlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how he can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to awakeningthenations.com. That's awakeningthenations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? To me, this is a wow moment because this is powerful what happened in Barry John's life. It reminds me of the moment the prodigal son finally came back to his father. I mean, he came back to his senses. He asked for forgiveness and a second chance. It's written in Luke 15, 17 through 22. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, 
His father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. When the prodigal son came to his senses, he came to his father humbly, not expecting anything. And what is really amazing is that he realized I can't get filled enough on my own. I need my father. He can at least help me. I can at least get by with him. And when he came back, he discovered his position. And this is what Barry John discovered. He discovered that he was a son of God. He didn't need those drugs. He didn't need that swine's food. He didn't need that. He needed his heavenly father. Father God, we are coming to you. And for the person who's been ignoring you and not going your way, In this moment, Lord Jesus, you died on the cross for all of our sins. And for the person who's saying, I need that, we receive it right now, Lord Jesus. We believe in you and we thank you that you died on the cross for our sins. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony and I know that your life was touched. Did you know we have a Facebook page? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Facebook and find out more about Real Life Radio guests, schedules, and events. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.